Welcome to Evolution in Controls. I'm your host, Tim Wilson. Thank you for joining us. When we dive into the world of technological advancements in the mobile industry, the pull is usually from the attraction of major transformations, like the electrification of mobile equipment. But a major transformation is nothing but the accumulation of a series of less visible but equally significant minor developments. These building block developments still greatly impact the entire system. Simply optimizing a component of an existing system can be a change that leads the way in a process of fundamental change. But in a classical mobile-based hydraulic system, is there anything that hasn't been optimized? Can we still drive performance improvements without replacing items with newer technology? Can the design of the now standard components be modified to streamline integration and operation? Apparently, these questions are answered by a remarkable solution from HIDAC. The cooler filter tank doesn't get much attention, but it seems this is going to change. Here to talk with us about this special technology is Mr. Kevin Kegerice, Vice President of Mobile Sales at Morel Group. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Kevin, let's start a little bit about your background. How, how long have you been with Morel? Tell us oh, about yourself. I'm, uh, in a couple months, I'll be going on 23 years with Morel. Wow. So I started out in uh, territory sales and moved into a management role with Morel to my current position. So. Super. And you're based out of? I live in the Chicagoland area, but we have uh, mobile-specific salespeople throughout an uh, eight-state region that we, that we cover. Well, we're here to talk about this HIDAC solution called a cooler filter tank. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, if, if, if you look at mobile equipment today, all of our customers have a have some sort of a cooling requirement on their machine. It could be purely hydraulic. It could be an engine cooling package. Uh, you typically have a tank for your hydraulic fluid. You know, it's a, a necessity of any hydraulic system. And then there's a level of filtration. So the solution that we're talking about today is how do we integrate those together? You know, Hydec does not make tanks. Morel does not make tanks, but the components that we use that are in a system it goes along with our customers not just buying a component, but looking at a system that they could integrate. So, so what are we actually cooling? Is it the hydraulic fluid that's used in the in the system? Is it engine coolant? What, what are we cooling? Um, yes, yes, and yes. I, okay. You know, hydraulic fluid, uh, engine. You know, so when we do an engine cooling package, we're doing the radiator for the engine coolant, the charger cooler. Um, in certain applications, there could be. Uh, a transmission cooler, there oh. could be a fuel cooler. Uh, and so then it's it, a, all of the fluids that's used in that mo piece of mobile equipment. Even, even the air conditioning condenser, if there's a cab hmm. on the piece of equipment, there could be an air conditioner condenser integrated into the cooling package. Okay. So these are all components that have been around a long time, longer than you and me. Well, certainly you, maybe not me. <laughs> uh, for sure. Yeah. So are they taking these components and doing something new with them? Well, it, if I look at our cooling solutions we do today, it's a, it's a complete integration into the customer system. So as we've evolved with our, our working with customers on engine cooling packages, let's say specifically, we look at the customer's machine in the space claim, the requirements of all the different components that we're protecting with the cooling, and we're integrating it into the customer's machine to make the least impact or footprint on the customer's machine. Um, so what we're looking at today is this is a new concept of 
how do we further take the concept of what we've done for combi coolers, it's what we call a combination cooler, okay. and further take that to the next step to say, what other components are you integrating into your system that you now need a new solution? And when I say new, these, these machines have a, a defined space claim. There's only so much room underneath the hood of a uh, of an engine, you know, an engine compartment on a piece of mobile equipment. And it's a challenge with after treatment and all the added componentry that's going into that engine compartment of how do I streamline that and make a, a, a smooth integration into my piece of equipment. So the thing that you're driving is you're reducing the footprint or the cubic volume of all of these components by integrating the in, integrating them together. Is that the goal? A absolutely. And it's... Uh, We've seen this in applications where uh, we've had to look at air path flows and everything from weights to volume of uh, space to they're just physically, this is how much volume we have. And the process of developing a cooler filter tank solution is unique to every application. So there's many engineering tools that we use to come up with a solution that will work for the system. Design tools, modeling tools? Absolutely. So on a on a cooler application, we've always used a cooling software to simulate air side restrictions, different components that'll influence the cooling capacity to ensure performance. Uh, and then there's obviously 3D modeling, you know, mm -hmm. to make sure that we fit into the space claim. Well, if we're gonna integrate a tank into the system now, we have to make sure that all the fluid dynamics within that tank work within the hydraulic system. So we've, we've talked previously about tank optimization. Mm -hmm. It was in mm -hmm. our technology that we use. We use that same technology using computational fluid dynamics mm. to, you know, we might have a unique shape of the tank that's molded or, or, or custom fit to fit into the enclosure. Now we have to make sure we have proper deoration in the tank, that we have proper suction conditions for our hydraulic system. And without the engineering tools to validate that, um, the customer would have to take our word for it that it was going to work. But with that empirical data and, and simulations that we could show them, there's a confidence moving forward with our solutions. So there's a level of, of uh, design that is specific to each specific customer or each specific application. For sure. Yeah, there's every machine is unique in its own different way. It could be uh, the cooling requirements, it could be the filtration requirements, it could be the physical space claim on the machine. What benefit do the customers get out of this? Is, it, is, it, is the benefit coming from an easier manufacturing process? Is it coming from one manufacturer supplying all the components? Is it the machine performs better? What do they get? Well, I could, I, there's a number of benefits, number one you're sourcing one part number. Okay. And if I look at what could be integrated, we could be talking about, you know, if I look at a tank itself, I could be sourcing the tank accessories, breathers, mm -hmm. sight level gauges, all the all the fittings for adapt, you know, for connecting for the suction side and the, the return line side. I've got a filter that I'm integrating, I've got a cooler, I've got sheet metal, I could even do hosing and ducting to inter integrate with the system. So just from a procurement side, that's one side. But the performance in the um, being optimized, you know, when we look at just optimizing the tank, we could be taking weight out of the machine, we could be taking 
uh, volume of oil. So there could be an indirect purchase price savings by you know, reducing the volume of oil that's required. You know, even some customers might consider being a little greener, having a little bit less oil on the machine. But the overall integration into the package is really where the customer's primary benefit is, is how do I accomplish a necessity on my machine where I see obstacles today with standard standalone components that I can't realize a situation or I don't know that situation exists today. So it sounds like by getting all of the components from one source, the time that it takes to go from the design to the marketplace is being reduced because one company is taking responsibility for all of that to make sure that they all work together well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I can... I can un I can out of a package bolt it into my machine and move forward at, you know on the on that side of it. How much time is involved in doing the optimization? Is it a quick path path for them? We're going to be diligent in our in our process. We're going to consider all the factors in the machine to ensure performance um, of all the components. So there is a collaboration process that the solution is not. Here's my model code and please write me a quote. Yes, there will be meetings back and forth, gathering application data, machine data, models, 3D models of the machine, uh, data sheets on engines, things of that nature. Um, but there will definitely be a collaboration with the customer, with, with Morel, with Hydeck, to uh, design a solution that is tailored to their piece of equipment. So there's an investment in time before it goes from the design board to on the street or out in the field. Yeah, and that, that investment in time is on all three parties between yeah. Morel, Heidek, and the customer itself. So do the customers welcome somebody taking more design responsibility or do they resist it because they've already got these components, they're already buying them, they've got existing channels. Is there some market resistance to this idea? Not every customer that we have has an application specifically for cooler filter tank. Okay. Um, so the customers that we see this potential for are customers that might not otherwise know this solution's available. They're doing the best with the standard products that they mm -hmm. that they have in front of them today. So I, I would say that there there's a niche number of customers that we could that we could look at this at. Well, as as we take this idea and we put it out into the marketplace and we look at customers and trying to get them to adapt it, what does the next five years look like? Do you see uh, unbridled growth? Is it uh, unbridled adoption? Is it limited adoption? What do you see? Well, if I look at the evolution of a diesel engine on mobile equipment over the years, it's been from you know tier two to tier three to tier four now in stage five the inside of the engine compartment is ever-changing. So okay. what is that going to look like five years from now? Hmm. Your guess is as good as mine. So knowing that there's a resource that can help aid in the process of integrating these components, uh, the customers five years from now might look at us and say, I need your help. Um, then there's the evolution to the next phase that everybody's looking at with electronification or electrification of machinery. Um, we have solutions for that as well. Kevin, I, I'd love to have more time to talk with you about it. Maybe in the future we can actually get our hands on one or go look at an, an installation. But I want to thank you for your time. Thank Appreciate you. it. To learn more about Morel and their systems and solutions, visit morel-group.com. To learn more about the cooler filter tank, 
visit HIDACUSA.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution and Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us today. I'm Tim Wilson, and remember, keep moving.